Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. CJ, who is in the background doing his thing like a chicken wing, and we're breaking it live to you. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app known to humanity. And uh, we're everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. Uh, this is on Twitch, DLive, Rumble. Um, but most importantly, folks, go to roguenews.com. That's where we're at. Harley was supposed to be here. I think we had some uh, some issues pop up, and he can't make it. Uh, he might jump in at any point during the broadcast, which is fine. We'll let him in. But if he can't make it, then you know what? TJ and I are going to be flying. So there's enough crap happening. Okay, there's enough crap happening. And also, guys, tomorrow, uh, today we can't do uh, uh, Matthew Arrett. He has some things coming up. So today's uh, broadcast at 2 p.m. with Matthew Arrett, the great game, will not be available today. We're going to try and move him to Thursday. But Wednesday after Cuss with Gus, Wednesday at 2 p.m., I have the absolutely incomparable Andre Martinov coming in, the author of Losing Military Supremacy, the author of Disintegration, the author of Real Revolution in Military Affairs, all three books that I possess, own, and dearly love. Andre Martinov will be here Wednesday at 2 p.m., Please do not miss that broadcast. If there's a broadcast I don't want you to miss for the entire friggin' year, it's going to be that one. Wednesday, 2 p.m., Andre Martinov will be here. And then also, guys, Thursday, uh, we're going to have, uh, 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 have uh, Thursday at 11 a.m., John Singleton will be joining us. John's going to be doing some cool shit. He's actually going to hike the Appalachian Trail, bro. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, good you, for him. Yeah, that trail runs from Georgia all the way to Maine. Yeah. He's going to walk that whole entire thing, cut right through my old neighborhoods in New York. And Can we uh, take out a life insurance policy on him in case something happens and be I've already did. on it. You I've already, already taken out it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm already derivatizing it just in case. I'm, I'm doing a, a, a CDO on it, a collateralized debt obligation just in case, you know. Have him scan his wallet keys in case. That, um, that's it. You know. uh, I'm going to have him <laughs> ping his phone every, every two hours to make sure he's alive. But John's such a badass. He's going to be on the trail. Uh, we're going to do something cool. We're going to raise some money for charity, um, and, and he's going to donate. John, you know, John is a successful, successful individual. So he's going to be on the trail. He's going to be giving money away. He's going to be helping people across the way. And we're going to do, you know, and, and while he's hiking, starting April first, he's going to be hiking. Uh, we're going to do some live streams. We're going to you know, check in with John. Hey, John, how's it going on the trail as he's walking? The Appalachian Trail, I told him, you know, just be careful of Sasquatch because I don't want him being kidnapped by Sasquatch. That, that is the one thing that I worry about uh, when you're out, especially when you're getting closer to the New York area. There's a lot of Sasquatch uh, running around in New York, Siege. I don't know if you know that. I, I, I've seen videos. Absolutely, seen man. Videos. It's not me. People think it's actually me in the woods. It's not. It's not. It's my, it's my cousins, my relatives, the Sasquatch. Anyway. See, it's a beautiful day in America, man. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is awesome. So we need to do a parody. We need uh, Hobo uh, Sermons to come up with a parody of that song. 
and change the lyrics around to, yes. to what's going on. That would be awesome. Hobo, if you're listening, we love you and we love the work you do. And when we're back live on YouTube, we'll be playing your intro songs more often. It's just been crazy. But Hobo, maybe, we could, maybe do... we could even participate, V. Maybe we could do some of the coursework for it as well. Yes, um, maybe CJ and I could sing along. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. That'd be pretty sick, Hobo. If you if you could do that, that'd be awesome. Everything, Everything is awesome. Oh, two hundred dollars and heading to five hundred dollars. <laughs> Everything is awesome. The taxes are through the roof. Everything is awesome. Oil is two hundred dollars a barrel. I can't buy any food. And my welfare <laughs> stamps don't work today because everything is awesome in the USA. <laughs> oh my God. Texas Tom, are you saying that we just gave you a thumbing headache that before? <laughs> that, that's the logic I, gave. I don't know, maybe. I have a hard time. But look, Tom, Tom, here's how it is The Lego movie has this song called Everything is Awesome. And, uh, I think it was Balage guy who said, you know, that's like the anthem of, of exceptional stand, the, the national anthem. It should be, right? Let's, I mean, that's let's national... the national anthem. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. They're going to deem that the Star Spangled Banner is too racist, it's too sexist, it's too homophobic. It needs to be banned, and it needs to be replaced with the Lego movie. Everything is awesome. That's what's going to happen. Everything is awesome, and it, it, it's just stuck. And I'm like, oh my god, that's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. But uh, I credit Balaj guy with that. It is the perfect setup. Everything's awesome is the perfect tune. It's the national anthem of exceptional stand siege. The national anthem. I, I like it. it. I, I like it. it. Sign me up. Sign me up. It's an exciting morning siege. It's an exciting morning. The world is waking up to the real solutions that exceptional stand does because exceptional stand is run. By exceptional people, is it not Siege? Mm-hmm. Just brilliant minds. I, you know, their 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 intellect is just off the charts. I totally get what they're doing. I think it makes perfect sense. V. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Try, you know, and, and again, we have to find humor through this because we have to take time for our own health, our mental health, to laugh at the stupidity of the West that's going on right now. V. You know, it, it, you know, it's it's these are real leaders. You know, guys like Joe Biden. You know, the the guys like uh, Blowjob. Uh, was it? I'm sorry, uh, uh, Boris Johnson. They call him Blowjob. Um, well, we call him Blowjob over here because that's what he does to these his globalist handlers. He puts on the knee pads and he does what Kamala Harris does best. You know. He does. He does. He does. He does. And then you know, all the, well, brilliant leaders in the West that have brought the Western world into this 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 joke, this mediocre joke, a, a meme of a civilization at this point, Siege. I, I don't know where to begin. Siege, why don't you just open up, man, as I gather my thoughts? Because there's well, a I lot posted, to unpack here. Yeah, I posted on a couple of my personal social handles that it's it's very surreal to be not only witnessing, but living through the demise of the American empire. It's very surreal. And because in part, because we've been documenting this collapse for the last several years, V you've been at it a lot longer than I have in regards to where we have arrived at this moment. I just didn't anticipate it happening this quickly. And in, in regards to witnessing like for those people who are posting, I see a lot of social media posts about oil and at the gas station and 
if if you think that that's bad, that is just the beginning. That is that is the just the 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 the, the opening of the of the envelope of the impact that's going to happen economically to the United States. And again, our our absolute dismal failure of our administ- of this administration of the political advisors continuously making you know poor choices v and today's another perfect example of that when they have decided to basically cancel and to eliminate any imports of of russia oil without any type of plan to offset that loss and what it's going to do to to energy prices not only here but around the globe oh yeah oh yeah you know another thing is commodity prices are exploding so these libtards right these idiot globalists who have no real world experience they all have humanities degrees they all are a bunch of lawyers the lawyers cj they're so lawyers they know everything about everything mm-hmm these are people that are bereft of any sort of scientific knowledge. These are people that are bereft of any sort of understanding on technology, on energy. I mean, you got morons who are, who are social workers who are heading up the energy department of the United States. That dumb bitch, I don't know what her name is, right? The dumb bitch over there that heads up the, uh, um, the energy department of the United States. Her name is dumb bitch. Um, she, you, you think she knows anything about the technology, the engineering, the cost, the efficacies of actual oil, actual energy? But yet she's in charge of the energy department. This is what we do in the West. We fall, we fail upwards. We fail forward. It's the most stupidest thing in the world. These morons think like the idiot Camel Toe Harris. No, I wouldn't even call her Camel Toe. That's an insult to Camel Toes. Uh, Camel Ho uh, Harris and Pete Booty Juice. Okay, Booty Juice and Harris. Okay, they were out there telling people, "Well, we understand gas prices are high. Maybe you should buy an electric car." This is see, this is worse than putting a bandaid on a broken arm. That suggestion is worse than putting a bandaid on a broken arm. That is the equivalent of I don't know peeing on a broken arm, right? Oh my God, I broke my arm. You got stung by a jellyfish. No, I broke my arm. No, you got stung by a jellyfish. I'm going to pee on your arm to make it better. Put some dirt on it. Yeah. Put some dirt on it. Rub some dirt. But my arm is broken. But rub some dirt on it. You'll feel better. It ain't going to make it feel better, Bubba. Buy an electric car. Really? Commodity prices are through the roof. Now, Siege, I was looking up. Now, this is the... Oh, my God. Has anyone seen the price of used cars today? I'm I'm a, I'm afraid to, to look. Um... But but I'm I I'm, I'm thirty forty percent off of Dude, this is like fucking nuts right this is like insanity beyond insanity and I want to give you a little thing now recently I was able to purchase a Raptor right a new Raptor from Ford and I'm gonna show you and I got lucky uh, some customer had a deal fall through and I was able to scoop it up at at like near MSRP right. And I'm looking around for a, for a pickup truck for the house, and um, and and this is the craziest thing, Siege. Now, watch this, dude. Watch this. This is the craziest shit I've ever seen. Okay, brace yourself, Siege. 
brace yourself. I don't think they're ready for this, Siege. Siege, what is the price of a of that 2021 right there? No. <laughs> no, that can't be. It's not a typo. No. It's no way. Close to half a mil? Mm-hmm. Wow, uh, that is insane. That is insane. Texas Tom uh, Payne. It's uh, the color of mine is uh, antimatter blue, and I got the thirty-seven package. Look at this. Look at this. This oh, is a man. MSRP. This is a ninety thousand dollar truck. Look what they're going for. These are twenty twenty-one. Oh, there's a twenty, and you'll see stuff like this, right? You'll see this. Where the older the, ones are more expensive than the new? Well, the, no one has a new one. These are all 2021. Can't find them. Can't find them. Look, here's a 2022. But you call them up, right? They say, they'll tell you, we don't have it. But we'll order it for you. It might take six to nine months. Because there's a chip shortage. The supply chain still have not been fixed. And that sounds like at, a Tesla program. No, seriously. <laughs> look at the MSRP, 84. Give us some money now. They're asking 120. But the 120... That's not even the actual asking price. They'll, they'll tack on a few more thousand dollars on it, but they don't have it. There's no inventory. And that's funny. I had a Dodge, I had a Ram TRX on order as well. I canceled the, the, the TRX order, drove both trucks. TRX is amazing in terms of ridiculous amounts of power, right? Ridiculous amounts of power. The Raptor is the better truck. It is more sorted. It's more balanced. It is agile, mobile, and hostile. And if it's the apocalypse, it's the end of the world, you need a Raptor. You need a Raptor when it's the end of the world. Right, Siege? You do. You, yep. Maybe two of them. That's it. We're going to put a 50 cal on the back and pick up Siege. We'll put our families in the cab. Dun, dun, dun. Siege is on the back with manning the 50 cal. We're going to blast our way out of here. Right, Siege? That's right. <laughs> That's, That's right. But this this is insane. This is insane. Like, this this shouldn't be. But what you're saying, like, on those new prices, right? Like, for vehicles yeah. that are, like, pre-order. So, if... For some reason, the price goes up and everything. You're not guaranteed that price. Like you, you're, you're not locked in, Bingo. right? Like so, you're they're not gonna locked pass in. that on. Like if it, it goes up fifteen, twenty grand, they're gonna be like, "Hey, by the way, your your vehicle price just went up." Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. You you're not locked. They cannot guarantee you a price. They cannot guarantee you a price. I had dealerships call me up. They're like, "Look, hey, you want to? We're interested in getting a Raptor." I'm like, "Well, how much you want?" They're like, "We'll pay you one ten, one fifteen. I was like, "No, I'm not selling. I need the truck." But it just shows you the insanity. It shows you the absolute insanity of what the hell's going on here. Yeah, that happened to a friend of mine. She had a uh, leased vehicle that was a work vehicle, you know, where they they give you a monthly stipend for your your company car, whatever. Yeah, she had the dealership that that called her, and she actually made like, well, she took the money, and this is off a of lease. Okay, this is off a of lease. Was able to get the vehicle unloaded and still came out with like I think like ten grand. Now that, that doesn't seem like a whole lot of money, but when when that money is not is given to you from from a company perspective, and then and then they put her in a, a nicer car with a less uh, payment, which was just just crazy. But that that's just that's just a perfect example. Like looking at the the the, the car prices, I mean that's 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 unreal. Now, V, I think I think that that's done on purpose just to force people into electric vehicles. Okay, I think this is a, a, a they're that smart, V, to to understand that they need to raise all gasoline vehicle prices to force people to into electric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the, the, here's the funny part, right? 
Now, everybody's trying to talk about electric. Like, these are Mercedes G-Wagons, right? These are a $100,000 truck, $110,000, $115,000, G-Wagon, G-Wagon, G-Wagon. Right? Look at them. Three hundred grand. They look like shit. I wouldn't own one. Like, the, the, if someone gave, gave me one, I wouldn't drive it. Yeah. They're, they're ugly. And you know the thing is, look look at the year, see, 2021. Nobody has 22s. Folks, this is, I'm bringing this up to show you real inflation. I'm bringing this up to show you supply chain issues. Nobody has a 2022 on the lot. These are 2021. These are last year's models. Because, see, let's be honest here. And the 2022 models are supposed to be rolled out on the floor by, like, August. Okay? By August of, of, of 2021, the 2022 model should be rolled out by August. That's how it goes. So August, September, you'll see the 2022 models already out there, right? We are in March heading towards April, and there is no 2022 models. It don't happen. Mm. Ain't there, Bubba. And the 2021s, mm. look what they're asking for it. Now, where are those manufactured, V? Do you know? These uh, The, the uh, G-Wagons are manufactured by hand in Austria. They're hand-built in Austria. So more than likely, they're the complete manufacturing and production has been shuttered there. They're probably not producing anything at this point. No. I mean, I don't know. Or maybe the inventory is so purchased and advanced that, that it's, it's you know, so depleted. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's just they, they don't have the chips, supply chain issues, uh, production issues. Oh, look at this. Hand-built AMG motor. Oh, my God. My mouse just froze up. Great. Okay, cool. Yeah, so hand-built uh, uh, motor and all that stuff, but this is insane. I've never seen anything like this at any point. At any point. I mean, Booty Juice and Camelo Ho was out there get an electric car. Well, let's go look at an electric car, Siege. Let's say new cars. Look, if I click new cars, there is no Model S's. The only thing that pops up is a Model 3. You can't get a Model S anymore, right? So let's mm -hmm. say you, you want to do used cars, okay? Now let's look at the Model S, which is a popular Tesla model. Let's go all miles. Watch this. Okay, let's go highest price from there. There's one here for a 2022. It's a Plaid. The Plaid, which is a ballistic car in terms of quarter-mile performance, 0 to 16, you know, you're running 9 seconds, 9.2, 9.3 uh, second quarter miles, 0 to 16, like, 2 seconds. The, Tesla says 1.9. That's BS. That is on a prepared track surface with uh, – with a with a five with a with a five mile an hour strip uh, down strip yeah. down nothing yeah yeah so no these way. things do like you know everybody who's tested them on the real world they do around two something seconds okay it's pretty damn freaking fast but of course like because the electric cars the power is instantaneous this is a hundred twenty thousand dollar car this is a hundred and twenty thousand dollar car there's one of them here going for one eighty one eighty it's your giant iPad and your yoke over here right one eighty. This is this is insane. Go buy an electric car. Look at this. 159. 155. 154. Oh, 154. Look at this. It, it's pure insanity, Siege. That is crazy. Pure insanity. And then and, and then let's 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 look at new cars. Okay, I'm gonna go get a, a new car, maybe. You know, I could, I could probably do that new car. Uh, oh, 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 Model Three is available. Let's see. Let's see what the Model Threes are going for. This is their cheapest car. This is like they're not priced. 
course, not priced. Look, highest price, not priced. Nobody's pricing. Look, look at this. Two, two offers, Siege. <laughs> where, where are you going to get it? Where are you going to get it? This is uh, this is where we're at. Okay, and these idiots, they're tone deaf and out of touch with reality. Average Americans are being punished for incompetence and stupidity. And this is the warning to all of us Americans, folks. If anybody out there thought that you can live free and be ignorant, you got another thing coming to you. You might not be interested in politics, my friend, but politics is interested in you. And look at what's happening, Siege. Sky high oil prices, sky high energy prices. And see, Goldman already says the new energy target for this week for oil is probably 135. And we're gonna definitely hit 135. We're gonna go and, and dude, the breaking point is 180. That's the breaking point. 180, 200. That's where you're gonna have revolutions globally. It's bad. we're approaching that at a massive pace. And see, I haven't even gotten into fertilizer, man. Hmm. Oh. I haven't oh. even gotten into fertilizer. I haven't even gotten into in, in, into in, into any of that. There's a fertilizer shortage in Europe. There's a fertilizer. The the cost for petrochemicals here, I think it was uh, um, uh, uric, uh, uh, uric uh, fertilizer, right? The, the, the urea-based fertilizer that you place in the ground um, that farmers used to buy for $250 per ton is now going for like 900 siege and climbing. What is this going to do with the grocery? See, you've been to the supermarket. Look, you and I love eating steaks. What the hell is the price of beef these days, bro? Oh, my gosh. Off the charts. What, like, even just for a ribeye, was it like 15, 20, it's like, like It's like a filet. It's like I a saw, filet. I saw the filet mignon prices like $34, $36 a pound. Like, what in God's name? Well, you need to eat grasshoppers and be more green. This is like not – this is incredible. Yes, tax Tom Payne, you your fertilizers. Russia, India, and China are the top three fertilizers. And they're also talking about, look, see, they want to talk about, oh, well, you know, we need to do buy electric cars. Okay, well, how are the electric cars like Tesla and everybody else that wants to do electric, like Ford, they got their electric uh, uh, Mustang, the Mach-E, which is, shouldn't even be called the Mustang. It's, a, it's an insult to Mustangs. But here it is. Look, 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 who's the biggest? See, this is what you need for electric cars, right? See, you need nickel. Right. See, which right. country on there is the biggest producer of nickel in the world? Russia. Yeah. <laughs> You're so smart. So let me get this straight. We got Ukraine, which is a two-bit backwater country. It's a fake country that was invented in 1990s. Again, like 91. Had a real election in 96. Has been ruled by kleptocrats and bureaucrats and plutocrats its entire existence. Right? We're going to back that country, a country that doesn't – we don't get anything from just so we can, we, 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 we can, we can you know, poke the Russians, just so we can stick a thumb in the Russians' eye. We're going to go ahead and we're going to get behind Ukraine, which supplies America with nothing. Our trade with Ukraine is not even – you can't even register it on a, on a meter. It's so pathetically abysmal. It's of no value. We don't get anything strategic out of there to begin with. We're going to back them up. 
and we're going to thumb one of the biggest commodity producers on God's green earth. We're going to thumb one of the biggest hydrocarbon producers on God's green earth and one of the biggest economies on God's green earth. But V, Fox News and CNN and MSLSD said, and CNBS told me, the Russian economy is smaller than South Korea. That the Russian economy is probably the size of New York. Again, more bullshit. So let's just say, pray tell, if the Russian economy is the size of South Korea siege, how come South Korea can't build space stations in record time? How come South Korea can't build satellites in record time? How come South Korea can't build a, an advanced next-generation fighter jet from nose to tip of tail in record time? How come they can't field any of that? How come they can't make hypersonic missiles? How come they can't do any of this stuff? <clears throat> How come Germany can't even do it? But Russia can, but their economy is smaller than the state of New York. Yeah, if you want to believe that bullshit narrative. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to sanction these guys. This is a country that we need to have pragmatic leadership, not these octogenarians who run and rule the Western world. We need to get rid of term limits. We need term limits and we need age limits. And we need to get rid of these octogenarians who are running our country. Okay, they need to go. They need to go. Because they have an old, obsolete, out-of-date ideology when it comes to dealing with the rest of the world. They see everything as an enemy. They see everything as, as, as something that's going to threaten their hegemon. Folks, that whole hegemon thing has left – that ship has sailed a long time ago. If we don't learn how to get along with other countries, if we don't learn how to get along and be pragmatic in our approach, like what George Washington said, seek trade with all nations and alliances with none – if we don't hold on to that, we're in a lot of trouble. So we're going to do this to the largest nickel producer. We're going to do this to the largest producer of platinum, palladium, of iron ore, of nickel, cadmium. I mean, you name it. Largest producer of titanium, rhenium, all strategic metals we need. What are we going to do next? We're going to sanction China? This is the most insane thing I've ever seen. We don't look at things from a business standpoint. I look at this as a businessman like, you know, let's trade with these guys. Let's, let's create negotiation and back and forth so we get the best possible pricing for the best commodities so our industry and our physical economy can do good. No, we can't do that. This is why we can't have nice things, the saying goes. This is why. We do what exceptional stand does in the world is a, is a thing called fuck shit. That's what we do. We fuck up everything. We can't build nothing. We can't hold nothing. We're, our, our own population is drugged up, dying out. I mean, my God, wait, 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 till, wait till the nine pages of side effects that Joaquin Flores was talking about yesterday. Wait till the nine pages of side effects goes into effect and it becomes more mainstream. Wait till parents find out, these dumbass parents who, who thought it was a, a great, noble, and patriotic thing to have your kids vaccinated. When you find out that there's testicular and ovarian entropy followed by necrosis, that you you won't have any grandkids because of what you did, you dumbass. But you don't care because you're a libtard and you're a moron. You think humanity is a cancer and that you, that, that that a house plant should have the right to live and not you and not your kids. You stupid fuck. This is where we are. This is why we can't have nice things, Siege. You know, and it's so, you know, unfortunate because there could have been a lot of things done differently, but we can't focus on that. 
I think what we have to look at is is moving forward and how do we navigate through this massive transition that we're all going to be part of. And and one of the, I think one of the first steps V is is similar to what some of the lot of discussions that we've had on here on Rogue for the last you know few years is in terms of of decoupling yourself from the current uh, banking system. And we talked before we went lot we went live and if and if you think that like for example what's happening with Russia that an, an entire country can be kicked off a of Visa kicked off a of Mastercard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we got the disease. We kick him off of Visa Mastercard. Kick him off. We're going. We're going to do this, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's amazing to me that we still. I still talk to people who are are so. uh, I don't use use the word naive, but they're reluctant. Reluctance, quite better word. Reluctant to understand what a life means. Decoupling from the from the U.S. dollar as far as a, a means of of exchange. But I I think if you look, you got the gold chart up. Perfect timing. But if you look at what's happening, where some of the traditional routes of what people have looked at as far as a safe haven, those are ringing true. We're starting to see those exactly where we are today, where people are saying, hey, wait a minute here. It may not be so safe to be in such a dollar-based investments so heavily. <laughs> and we've we've talked for the last several years encouraging people. We've gave, given them information, interviews uh, for each individual to assess their risk and make decisions for themselves but we're there. We we we're at that point now where we are moving away from the a world that's uh, you know basically if you take a look at the dollar, the world reserve currency, it's done. It's it's over. It's uh, the finished. game has changed. Yeah, could be. No, no. I was agreeing with you. I'm like, yeah, it's done. It's finished. It's it's gone forever, Siege. And Siege, since we kicked off the the Russians out of Visa Mastercard, where do they go, bro? China. That's right. They're on Union Pay. Union Pay has tripled the volume of Visa MasterCard. Union Pay is used throughout the world. In fact, if you come to New York, there's a place called Woodbury Commons. It's the second largest tourist destination in the state of New York, second only to Manhattan, right? Second only to the city. And if you go to Woodbury, which is like a massive shopping outlet, the likes of which you've never seen, it's the most incredible outlet shopping center on God's green earth. And you go there, there's like people from all over the world and they shop there and, um, you know, you're able to get all your designer stuff. I mean, real designer, Gucci and Fendi and Salvatore Ferragamo and all this other stuff. And and people go there, they buy suitcases worth of stuff, and they fly back to their own country but and sell them. And so uh, you see a lot of people from all over the world. And guess what they're using? They're not using Visa MasterCard. The most prominent uh, uh, payment uh, platform, the most prominent payment service that they use in Woodbury Commons, second largest um, – you know, second largest uh, um, uh, site in New York State is UnionPay. UnionPay has tripled the amount of customers, triple amount of transactions. So we're going to kick out the Russians off of Visa MasterCard. Go ahead. They'll switch over to UnionPay, and any Russian that is able to come to the United States, if they have their UnionPay credit card, they could use it in any terminal, any Visa MasterCard terminal in the United States. No problem. We're going to kick them off of Swift. Okay, they'll go to SIPS. Swift has $7 trillion a day in transactions going through it. SIPS has $20 trillion. There's no loss here. Who's hurting? We are. We are hurting. And look at gold. Gold is through the roof. Gold is through the roof. 2063 siege. 
Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what? I, I think I'm, you know, it just dawned on me. I think I'm doing this all wrong. I think I, think I need to go get a union pay card. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to go get a union pay card. <laughs> That's it. But look at this. Gold is up. 2063, brother. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know who's probably you know who's probably like holding their not necessarily holding their breath but biting their their tongue right now is afraid to you know he's not going to go afraid but I'm sure that he's going to take a victory lap at some point is 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 uh, the gold bug uh, Peter Schiff uh, <laughs> it's the first person I thought of when I looked at the gold price <laughs> oh my god it's an amazing in terms of cri- see I think look there are cryptos out there that have real um, you know real use case scenarios and bitcoin does right but bitcoin right now is is so utilized by mainstream institutions as as basically a hedge for fiat speculation as a hedge for other types of asset speculation and whatnot that it's behaving more like an equity than a, than an actual uh store of wealth or or or, or a safe harbor right this is temporary so the the, the beatdown in, in btc is temporary it will go back up. There's no doubt. I mean, 85 is still the target. It hasn't changed one bit, one iota. But right now, man, gold is looking good. Why? It's crisis. It's indicating to us crisis. And crisis is here, folks. It really is. It's, incre- it's incredible, Siege. Everywhere you look, everything's well, blood red all over the place. Well, and V, you, you alluded to it earlier, and that's in regards to what we're seeing with the, uh, you know, right now we said that oil is just the beginning, and that price fluctuation that we're going to see you know, oil is used for so much more than just just gas, right? It's yeah. it's 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 used in several products. Makeup. And so, if you think about the finished product, you think of logistics, whether it's it's shipping, whether it's retail. You know, they have to ship those goods some somehow. They have to you know pay for that. So so that that's gonna they're gonna they're gonna basically pass that expense on uh, to the consumer. So it's not just necessarily, and our listeners are smart enough to understand that. But then, V, you also said, pay, you know, pay particular attention to some of the commodities, whether it's, you know, uh, like wheat for is a perfect example where, you know, yes, we have, you know, supply side here in the in the United States. However, when you look at Ukraine, the amount of exports that they produce between Ukraine and Russia, it's going to affect pricing. And then you you tack on the fertilizer situation. And boy, I tell you what, from there, V, it gets pretty darn ugly. It gets oh, yeah. it gets in. In fact, it gets kind of it kind of gets scary in regards to that potentially looks like and. And I started thinking to myself last night, I'm like, okay, what happens when, you know, because all that's going to affect any type of disposable income, you know, what's going to happen if we have to start cutting back, making some adjustments in terms of seeing that type of inflation. And one thing that first came to my mind is that like, you know, I, I live in a, in a subdivision. Okay. And, and I, and I don't know a whole lot about farming and, and gardening and all that kind of good stuff, but I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn about, but then I started thinking bigger picture. I'm like, which friends do I have that may have some acreage that I can reach out to and say, Hey, by the way, if, if I come out and I, and I help you on, on the weekends or whatever with, with, with gardening and, and securing yeah. my, my food source to kind of help with those things. That's kind of where I'm pivoting to in terms of my thinking is, is, you know, again, you know, focusing on local, right? Like how can I, I shore up some, some, some food supply, you know, just not the cat food that V and I have talked about for you know a long time. The cat food, <laughs> the cat food's only going to get you so far. <laughs> but how can I work with some of those friends and everything that may have some acreage and say, hey, look, you know, I'll be happy to come out and, and help. Or maybe you know, if you're if you're going to grow, you know, you know, I'll buy directly from you. Is to focus on some of those uh, 
Okay, Hobo says El Cuco easy gardening rule, coffee grounds on the plants, pee on the compost. <laughs> That's right. right. That's a great way to get nitrogen in, into your plants, man. I'll I'll, rem- I'll remember that. But but I think we we have to think along those lines because our energy prices and you know we're 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 looking at basically uh, entering into a point where we could see some hyperinflation occur. Uh, look! Look at the the pricing that V brought up in regards to the used car prices and and what insane. what that that's experiencing. That's insane, and you know to to think for for a moment to say, hey, look, you know, if you don't evaluate things, if you don't pause to say, hey, look, I I've got to do some internalizing right here and and thinking about what my structure is and my family household. What am I going to do if this happens? What am I going to do if this happens? What am I going to do if this happens? Now's the time to have those one-on-one conversations. You alluded to this earlier, one-on-one conversation with your spouse, with your family to say, hey, we, we need to start thinking about these things now. We just can't, we just can't pretend this, this make-believe world of the metaverse that everything is great, that we can solve our, all of our problems by posting a meme or putting a hashtag on. or, or if I, th- Those days are gone. We're, we're dealing with reality here, V. Yep. Absolutely dealing with reality here, man. I mean, what's happening is just, it's insane, bro. It's insane. And, you know, just, you know, if you, if you think you, you could escape to the metaverse and, um, <laughs> and, and do all sorts of heinous things virtually, like what Gus says, you know, <laughs> but. Well, like the crazy shit that's happening, even with like yeah. the, is it NFTs and non-functional or non-fungible items? Well, you might as well call them non-functional. <laughs> <laughs> But what what I'm saying is there's people out there doing some crazy shit. Like I, 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 they had it online the other day. I can't remember what the name of the athlete was. It actually is, 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 and he has permission to do this through the security exchange commission where he's buying like these rare sneakers. Yeah. And, and they're basically doing micro shares and micro ownership of those sneakers where, you know, they're saying, Hey, you know, the price of this, this collectible is going to go up, you know, 50% over the next five years. And then you invest into that sneaker and that that price increase. B, we this is crazy shit that's going on. Like, I would never think to invest in a sneaker. And and you know, I know you do watches, and and that's that's safe. You own it; it's right there on your possession. But how the hell do you even know that they even own the sneaker in their position? Or how many times has it already been sold? <laughs> exactly correct. I mean, I'm just saying that like, there's there's some crazy shit going on right now. Um, you know, you know, pay attention. What's that? How about uh, nerds fucking? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, you hit the nail on the head, man. That's what it is. Nerds fucking themselves. NFT, that's beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. So so that no doubt these are the most, you know, the most interesting times in indeed. I'm thankful that 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 we have Rogue. I'm thankful that we have our listeners who provide a lot of great resources, a lot of great information. And, you know, we have to pick, you know, our, our, our communities wisely. And it's okay to listen to, you know, you know, different information, different analysis of the things that are, that are, that are transpiring. Uh, but it's very unfortunate at this point, B, and, and, and I get it, you know, that whole pride of America thing, that pride of being American. And, you know, Harley on his uh, podcast he had earlier today where he was saying that he's getting a lot of hate email, right? Like people are saying, you know, you're a Putin sympathizer, you're a, you know, you're making excuses for 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 all these things and everything is that at this point and and it's it's a downfall a little bit if you ask me v in terms of what's happening geopolitically is that our political uh our political class 
our government is not going to any point do what's necessary. And that would be to, 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 to become humble, to reach a point where you say, Hey, you know what, maybe we were, we were wrong about certain, certain things that are transpiring, but now's not the time to get caught up in, in, in all the emotional side of things of, of national pride. And we have to do those things. There was a UFC fighter on Saturday oh, yeah. night. Yep. You know, I'm talking about V. I think he's going to yeah. be Tucker Tucker tonight. Yeah. I and, 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 and the guy perfectly spoke about, he, they asked him about the situation in Ukraine. And basically what he said was, you know what, I'm, you know what, I don't know what's going on over there. I don't think anyone truly knows. We, we know there's been a lot of corruption. We know that, that Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, that have extorted, you know, billions, millions of dollars, you know, yep. out of that country. We know that, Millions of our taxpayer dollars are going up there to 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 fund that corruption. We're threatening them there. But what I'm going to do is I'm not going over there to fight. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hunker down. And when the time comes, I'll be glad to to put plant my boots in the ground here in Arkansas mm-hmm. and fight and defend for everything that I love. And he says it a lot better than I does. He pours a lot of passion into it. But, you know, most most people don't think like that. Bryce and Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell. Thank you. Yeah, I thank have you. it right yeah. here. He's a, he's I, I play that clip. It's a really good clip. Yeah, it's a really good clip because I, mean, I think he's a young man. He's a young man. I think I think he 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 totally gets it. I think he understands what this dilemma is. Well, I just wanted and, to get and, your and, and, thoughts regards, on the whole Russia with, and Ukraine situation. You know, um, here, here's my first thought: is I'm not going nowhere to fight none of these wars for these politicians. I'm staying at home, and when the war comes to Arkansas, I will dig my boots in the ground and I will die for everything I love, and I will not retreat. If this country's invaded and everybody's saying, well, we got to we got to evacuate, we got to leave, we got I will not. I will dig my boots in the Arkansas soil and I will fight for the people that I love, for the land that I love and the way of life that I love. But I'm not going overseas to fight. I don't know what's going on, to be honest, brother. I really don't. There's so much stuff and I don't think nobody knows what's going on fully. There's been so much political corruption in that area. You got Biden and his son making a shit ton of money off of uh, and using our tax dollars to bribe their people. That's treasonous in my opinion. Yep. Uh, so you got Hunter Biden and his son using our tax dollars. Hey, if, if Ukrainian government, if you don't do this, we're taking your tax dollars. He shouldn't be giving our tax dollars to that country anyway. We got veterans out here sleeping on the street and you're gonna give our freaking tax dollars to these Ukrainians and all the, I, brother, I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm not going over there and fighting, and God bless anybody that's over there fighting, and I hope that this shit just gets solved. And Man, I don't like war. You know what I mean? I don't want people dying and all that stuff. I don't want to be... But I don't know what's going on. There's so much stuff that I think that's corrupted that we just don't know what's truly going on over there. And I just... I pray all those people are safe. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, and, and to get and to understand it, and I think it's... What everyone need to, need to understand is that the, the, the same people, the same group of characters, whether you want to call them the New World Order, the globalists, whatever you want to call them, right? Whatever <laughs> you want to define them. But the same people who attempted the, for the last two and a half years to completely disrupt our lifestyle, completely disrupt everything that took place here, literally, you know, kill small business, control, destroy our constitution, our American way of life. Those are the same people who are telling you that we need to support Ukraine and, and go to this war for them. And it's so unfortunate for the Ukrainian people, for the Ukraine, like Pawns. to think the amount of people that are going to innocently die because we're giving them bad information. We're willing basically at this point to use 
them as sacrificial lambs yes. for their own their own greed and their own corruption. So so if you want to support Ukraine and the corruption that's there, you go ahead. You support the new world order. You support the globalists and their agenda. But do not question for one moment the pride that I have of being American and willing to defend our country. But I'm not going to go over there for these corrupt politicians. He's exactly right, V. You know, it's it, you're you're absolutely right, dude. You know what I'm saying? And 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 the thing is this: these poor Ukrainians are being sold a bag of goods. They're thinking that America, who abandoned the Kurds in northern Iraq during, you know, the, the Operation Desert Storm, where I, George Bush Senior, I told the Iraqis to read my lips. Rise up against Saddam Hussein. That's a good idea. Go to Saddam Hussein and rise up. We will support you. Never happened. The U.S. abandoned them, right? And um, then they've abandoned uh, pretty much everybody. They've abandoned their 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 uh, uh, their constituents in Syria that they're going to fight for freedom. They abandoned the Afghanistan government. They abandoned everything. And the Yukis, are, are they that stupid that they think the U.S. is going to back you up? I mean, are they that stupid they think NATO is going to back them up? It's the most craziest thing in the world. It's the most craziest thing in the world. Look, man, these globalists will fight Russia down to the last Ukrainian. And that's what the Ukrainians need to find out. Your country has been run over by neo-Nazis. It's ruled by neo-Nazis. Corrupt politicians and oligarchs. That's who controls Ukraine. And the media is spinning it like it's some poor innocent country. Overnight, idiots become experts in Ukraine. Oh, yeah, they're, they're fighting the big bad Russians. And I, it's, it, and, I, and I find it, Siege, to be the timing of this to be impeccable. Right? The timing of this to be impeccable in the sense that, you know, they've banned RT. They've banned Sputnik. They ban any sort of Russian news. So th this way, we can't get a real opposite perspective on what the hell's going on, number one. And number two, <clears throat> when real discoveries are made, like the 30, I thought it was, see, I was wrong. I thought there was like 12. Yeah, There's me too. 30 bioweapons labs in Ukraine. That you'll never, the average American will never hear about that. When the war crimes tribunals are forming and they find out there's 20, 30, 40,000 civilians that were killed by the Ukrainian government under the authority of the Spavoda party, which is the neo-Nazi political party that, that runs the Azov Brigade and the Banderas. That will never be heard about. All the dumb, stupid, mainstream normie hears about it. How big, bad Russia invaded. Poor one of all Ukraine. The poor, because of Vladimir Putin's trying to resurrect the Soviet Union. <laughs> That's the lie that's being told to them. People are emotional children. There's no critical thinking with most people these days. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. And these people have questioned everything from COVID to the, now all of a sudden they're going to start believing mainstream media. Let's trust mainstream news. They lie to you about everything. You're being manipulated. And people still believe them. See, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yep. Yeah, truly un unbelievable. I, you know, I, I think... It, you know, from a perspective of, of violence, of a perspective of, of war, you know, we want peace. But at the same time, 
you know, war violence is sometimes a necessary evil. It, it, it takes place and, you know, my perfect, you know, and, and the loss of life that's going to occur this, you know, the easiest example of that, that you can give is, is that, you know, let's say for example, that there's a, a home break in, there's somebody there's somebody there at, at, at breaking into your home, whatever, and you have your family there. Are you going to negotiate and say, Hey, look, why don't you go back outside? You know, don't do this. This isn't the right choice. You know, at some point you have to make a decision to, you know, to, to defend your family and, and to, to do that. So that's basically in my opinion, what's happened with, with, with Russia here is that they've reached a point of, of no return and, you know, Putin understood understood the the devastation, the tragedy that's going to occur. He's he's going to lose Russian troops as well through this through this. But unfortunately, you know, uh, war, uh, the extent of violence is 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 necessary to to whenever there's an absolute failure take place uh, to to correct those things, and and that's what we're witnessing. And and you know, and I'm not excusing the loss of life and everything, but I I think in part probably my bigger biggest message in saying this is that I think it's very unfortunate that that united states the west uk the uk all we're doing basically is is amplifying the volume of this escalation oh yeah all we're all we're doing is 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 making it more and more dangerous and we're going to basically be supporting and sponsoring additional loss of of innocent lives v and and you know what the american politicians don't care the average american doesn't care because war is a far away thing war is a video game War is something that you watch on TV with grainy, you know, infrared footage of missiles hitting buildings. That's what war is to the Americans. And Americans have been have been conditioned and programmed by decades of bullshit, decades of propaganda to make the American feel that war is not only a faraway thing and not only will it never affect America, that we're impervious, that we're invulnerable, that we can't be touched. That we are absolutely invincible. And no matter what happens, the American military will always win because we are the biggest, baddest military in God's green earth. Right. And I have a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. So this is the attitude of the average American. So war is a very nonchalant thing for most Americans. It's not something they think about. They don't go to sleep worrying in the middle of the night. They're not like Ukrainians who are right now shitting themselves in the bed, worried if they're going to get blown up. Worried if the if the Azov Brigade will show up in their town and not allow them safe passage to get the hell out and not be used as human shields, right? They don't have to worry about that. That's about to change. You know, see, I hate being right. And back in 2014, I wrote an article, Ukraine, where the dollar goes to die. That was on Rogue Money back then, when we were Rogue Money. And fast forward to today, that's what's happening. The other thing we, you and I talked about weeks, months ago, Siege, we talked about this. I said, you know, it's like these assholes, these globalists, right, to want a limited nuclear exchange with Russia, right, to blame an economic collapse on them, saying, look, this is what happens because of, uh, you know, the, the, this, this tragic hit to the markets. The craziest thing about Westerners is they believe their own bullshit. And when people believe their own bullshit, it makes them extremely dangerous because that's when moves and decisions are made irrationally and without thought. And this is where we're at, man.
Can this does this does this Russian Ukraine situation have a potential to go sideways? Yes, it does. I think there's a three to five percent chance this could spin into a nuclear war. But I also know there's a 97% chance that cooler heads will prevail. And I also know that there's a great deal more. The more this Ukraine situation goes on, the worse it becomes for these liberal globalist politicians. The people are not... This whole media thing of support Ukraine and put a Ukrainian flag on your social media profile, that's cutesy-wootsy for the first couple of days, the first few weeks. When oil prices, when you got to pay seven, eight dollars a gallon gas, which they're already paying California, see, seven dollars a gallon for 91 octane, right? When they're they're paying, you know, seven dollars a gallon, soon ten dollars a gallon, it's not cute anymore. To have a Ukrainian flag in your social media profile and virtue signal. It's not cute anymore when the price of a ribeye goes to $40 a pound. Okay? Tenderloins, $60 a pound. It's not cute anymore where your average grocery bill is 50 to 60% more expensive. It's not cute anymore when oil traverses the $180 mark heading towards 200 where it becomes absolutely prohibitive for trucking companies to even move trucks because there's a lot of reverberations that occur and I am the only one in the, in the entire planet that fucking talks about it. And that is the negative feedback loops. Well, what's going to happen when oil traverses 200? Well, I said this before. Oil is one of the, it is the most financialized commodity on God's green earth. There are several hundreds and several thousands of financial products that are based on the petroleum trade. Everything from local derivatives that are traded on Wall Street all the way to municipal bonds traded at your local town based on contracts on drilling and oil price. All this shit is based on the financialization of petroleum. All this is also propped up by what is known as the credit markets. And what's been happening in the credit market seized is that they have been starting to seize. Now, imagine, if you will, a trucking company. When a trucking company is dependent, just like a supermarket, just like any other large-scale business in America, is dependent on lines of credit not only to pay its vendors, but also pay its employees while their 2 to 3 maybe 5% profit margins roll in. That's how the game has worked. That is how the American economy works. It is cash on delivery. It is all based on credit. When credit markets seize up and oil crosses $200 a barrel, Trucking companies cannot and cannot get the type of credit needed in order to fuel the trucks at the gas station. That means trucks don't move. That means planes don't move. That means ships don't move. And that means you start to go freaking hungry. This is why I thank God I'm able to move to the Midwest. Because this is still the breadbasket of the country. Other people in other parts of the world, you're in some arid area like Arizona, you're in, you know freaking California, which they won't allow you to even collect rainwater, you're screwed. You're screwed. This is what's going to happen unless cooler has prevailed. And this whole and at that point, Siege, it's not going to be, oh, it's so cute and trendy to keep a Ukraine flag on our social media program uh, platform. It's going to be the hell with Ukraine. 
what's going to happen, and then the angst, the anger, the fury is going to be directed at the politicians. So these dumbass politicians listening to dumbass think tank morons, listening to dumbass generals who've never won a war in their god, god in, in, the, in the entire godforsaken life, that is going to stop. They are failing. They're going to fail big, and it's going to cost them very big siege. Yeah. Yeah, bigly, very bigly. Very I had big. a friend I had a friend that posted earlier today and it was it was it was perfect. It was a meme and she shared it and it's and it's so so true is that it, basically what the the meme stated was like you did not spend the past 2 years defending the rights of our children and the right for them to go maskless, the right for them to do all this. Why the fuck now would you care about Ukrainian people? Like, you know, if you can't yeah. defend what's at home, why are you so willing to go defend something that you couldn't even do in your own neighborhood, your own school systems, your own your own cities? So that's number one. And then the second point that I'd like to make is that this could be ended today. This could be ended. Literally, Absolutely. this could be ended today, but it's not going to happen. And, and, and why? Because because the United States government, whether Republican or Democrat, the alphabet agencies do not have the humility to step up to the plate to say, hey, you know what? We were wrong. We, we made a mistake through this. Let, let's go back to the table. We're willing to go ahead and draft the documentation today. We're going to draft this today at, at, at 5 p.m. We're going draft to the, draft the documentation today that says that, that, that NATO will not ever accept Ukraine into NATO membership. We, we're going to draft this documentation today. It would be done. Right. And, 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 and you know what? We won't, we won't provide them offensive weapons. We're going to shut down all these bio labs. This would be over. Like literally there's, it's not, it's not a magic formula. It's not, no. doesn't it's take a, a Harvard, you know, or Princeton, you know, it's just basic common sense, but we can't do that. We will never do that. We don't, we never send, I, and I said, I've said this numerous times. We never spend any time to internalize our mistakes and our failures. We want to excuse them. That's what we constantly do. Vietnam, Afghanistan, the Middle East, you name it. We want to provide ourselves excuses, pat ourselves on the back and say, you know what? It's okay. We'll get it right the next time. And we make the same mistakes over and over again. So don't let anyone tell you any differently. This could be this could be stopped today, literally, if they wanted it to. But they don't. They want to continue this this escalation down the road. And if, if, if it's if it's for. If it's for their reason, like to d- basically destroy the economy and destroy the dollar and pivot to a, a digital system, I hear a lot of people saying that. Well, maybe this is doing on doing this on purpose. They're trying to destroy the current status and and destroy the dollar, and they're going to flip to a digital currency and all that. Well, that still doesn't make it okay, regardless. You can think that, right? You can think that full full free. You know, it's your thoughts, whatever you want. So even if that's happening right now, pause for a moment, ask yourself one moment: Do you want these crooked? banksters politicians do you want them to be in charge of the new system of the new system that they created and they're pivoting away from the completely broken system that they left for us do you really want that and that's all i have to say v absolutely right man absolutely right is this what we want you know is this what we want we want we want them these idiots who can't even run these octogenarians who could not even run a lemonade stand to do this. You know what sickens me, Siege? You got Lindsey Tickle My Butt Graham. Tickle My Butt is back, man. Did you know that? 
He's back. Yes. And you have an idiot, Sean Insanity. What the hell happened to him? He's like, we should uh, the Russian people should assassinate Putin. What the hell are you talking about, bro? Yeah. The Russian military should do a coup, you know, and and uh, and and uh, and take over. Be careful, these warmongers. See, these idiots think Russia is like I don't know, like the Arab armies in 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 the Middle East. They have no clue. They have no clue that they're dealing with a nuclear power that has more nukes than you do, and more powerful nukes at that, and hypersonics, and energy weapons, and some of the best t- trained personnel, and what they're. And I love listening to these idiots on YouTube. They're talking about how is Russia slowing down. What happened? Why are they bogged down? There's nobody's bogged down. The whole thing's going according to the plan. They're not trying to blow up Ukraine. They're not trying to destroy infrastructure that they got to rebuild back. They're not stupid. They're not. They're like. They're not dumb like the American retards. Everything's going planned. They're not trying to kill civilians. Do civilians die? Absolutely. And look, every single option for creating a civilian corridor has been negated by the Ukrainian government. Russia wants civilian corridors so civilians could freely leave, get out of the battle zone, and the Ukrainazis are saying no. The Ukrainazis are saying no. Why? Because they want high levels of civilian death. right? Because to them, they're like their globalist masters. The end justifies the means. These people don't care. A war with Russia doesn't benefit Ukraine. A war with Russia doesn't benefit any of the European countries. A war with Russia doesn't even benefit America. So why the hell are we doing it? This is, this has to stop, man. This insanity has to stop. And people need to make their preps. That's all I got to say. See, do you want to say anything? Yeah, the, the, the last thing, and I'm not sure if – I'm sure most of our listeners are aware of this, and we haven't discussed it yet. Uh, but there have been uh, documents, uh, leaked documents that have came out. So in regards to the propaganda that you're listening to on the on the, the mainstream legacy media right now, it, you know, they're paid to promote this war. They're they're paid to do this. So you see Sean Hannity, all these figureheads coming out because they're, they're getting paid to say this. And it's no different. And, and this was this was recent. This was as of just yesterday. But they're actually documents that actually and this was part of their war chest. This was part of their war chest in regards to COVID, uh, the how they would handle all this. But basically what this document reveals is the millions of dollars that the federal government paid uh, to the news agencies to praise and promote the, the vaccines. Oh, yeah. This this was in their game. Like we, we knew like this was this, you know, to us and to rogue people listen. We knew this was was happening that they were paying to promote these things, say how safe they were, how effective they were to do the right thing. You know, all this public pressure to go out. Well, guess what, folks? It's no different with the escalation in this war that they're promoting. So you as an individual need to be smart enough. And I know that our listeners are to differentiate between what's right and what's wrong. But then more importantly is to be vocal about it. And that's where I see a lot of hesitancy. A lot of people are hesitant about being outspoken, whether you feel it's not, you, you know, your job, your role, you know, and, and I rarely ever judge or criti- criticize individuals, you know, because I think, you know, the individual thought and patterns, what you ju- choose to do. But in this, in this particular situation, when we're trying to avoid military escalation, 
and we're not we're not going to be insulated from this. If any American that's listening to this right now thinks that there's not a potential of bombs dropping in U.S. cities, you better wake up. This is going to be a lot different than Iraq, than Afghanistan, than Vietnam. And militarily, we are outsourced. We do not have the technology advantage through this situation. They have hypersonic capabilities that could land a nuclear weapon in the United States and our government would have no time to react to that. Mach 20 plus siege Mach 20 plus. Good. So no. So in closing, I want everyone to think about that. So, so I don't want to sound like, I'm going to sound like BLM where they say you're like, your silence is violence. (laughs) In this case it is. (laughs) It is. It is. You're, your science, if you do not push back against this agenda from the, the corporate media that the, the politicians are pushing for this escalation because they feel that we can that we're inferior. They feel that we're going to be uh, isolated. Uh, you know, we're going to be immune from any type of of things that could potentially happen here in our country. We're at that point, folks. And I, and I don't say that lightly because I see all I see those news channels who in, in the the clickbaits of people are saying World War Three is here. This is going to happen. I don't say it lightly because we're there. We're here at the realization that in the event that the United States gets behind a NATO-backed, you know, attempt to try to, you know, provide any type of no-fly zone, you know, that basically that that puts us, you know, economically we're already at World War Three. What we're trying to prevent is from that World War Three becoming hot, uh, hot, and and so yeah, so that's. That's that's where we are at this moment in time. But don't worry, man. All these kids that are playing Call of Duty, they're going to be ready to go fight the Russians. In fact, 20,000 of them are, are, are lining up in, in Poland to go in. These LARPers. That, that's what I heard. That's yep. what I heard. There's 20,000 people ready to go. Yeah, and Joaquin said it best yesterday. These kids are going to get rolled. They've never faced anything called a cauldron. They're going to get rolled real quick. It ain't fun. And these mercs that Derek Prince from Blackwater slash Academy Mm. Has uh ha- has you know created, okay? They're gonna get rolled as well. You're gonna find out. You're gonna find out. His name is Vladimir Putin, and his pronouns are "fucking around and find out." That's his pronouns. Yep. Anyway, folks, we are at the end of the program. My advice to all of you is get busy making your preps. Make as much m- much freaking money as you can- possibly can. Move to safe areas. And, um, yeah, I, look, I really don't think – I'm 95% sure that World War III won't go hot. I'm 95% sure, but there's that 5% chance that does, it does worry me. And, uh, but other than that, make your preps. You know, make as, like I always said, Siege, make as much money as you possibly can and get the fuck out of harm's way. That's it. Yep. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, subscribe, like, comment, share. Share this with your friends, your family, your people all over the world. They need to hear this. They need to hear real truth, real hard, gritty analysis that is only delivered here in Rogue. And, guys, tomorrow is the treat of all treats. Andre Martinov is going to be on. Oh, my God. I can't wait to have this guy on. It's going to be awesome. Smoothie is going to be on, a.k.a. Andre Martinov. And um, it's going to be exciting. Uh, get his book, Losing Military Supremacy. Get um, the audio book is awesome. I mean, it's phenomenal. He has a really good narrator that narrates it. It's, it's fantastic. 
Uh, Gus is on tomorrow, 11 a.m. Uh, Harley was supposed to be on today at 10 a.m. and we couldn't make it. He couldn't make it for some reason. I think there's maybe some technical issues or whatnot. I hope he's okay. He needs to get out of Germany. Um, yeah, and that's it, Siege. Uh, anything else you want to say? Nope, that's it. I appreciate all those that listen in. I appreciate all the comments in our on our Rogue Discord channel. I think I'm pretty caught up on the email request uh, to join the server, but if if not, just you know, drop me an email at cj at roguenews.com. We'll make sure to get the invite invite into the, the Discord uh, server for Rogue. Yep, and Eric's been rescheduled. Yes, Matthew, Eric will be on. I think. Uh, let me see here. He'll be on Thursday. Sweet. Yes, he has confirmed. Hold on. Perfect. I'm trying to type. Yes, so uh, Matthew will be on Thursday at 2 p.m. Uh, it's going to be perfect. And with that being said, folks, we're at the end of the show. We've got the test question from Christopher. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, email CJ with all, the, with all the Discord stuff. With that being said, we're over and out. <laughs> I'm going to flip the switch. Rogue News in Exile. Go to roguenews.com. We're over and out. Cheers. <laughs>